Got something on your mind? We do too. So wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog, on the train, or just sitting at home, let's have a conversation. Afternoon. Good afternoon, my friend. How's it going? Doing all right. How about you? Yeah, good. Good. Can't complain, really. Is it a good... Because, you know, it's it's kind of an autopilot for us to be like, yeah, good. I'm all right. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, love, I love you mentioned that, right? Something which I feel very strongly on is I try to be a fairly open person. And by that, and I might have mentioned this, so I might be repeating myself. But when someone says like, oh, hey, how's it going? Right? The standard response is always, yeah, I'm okay. I'm good, busy, whatever, right? But that's, it's, it's such a default response that that may not actually reflect how you're actually doing. Sure. And I think I, we mentioned this before. You tend to disarm the other person if you say, nah, I'm not doing great, man. Just, you know, out, out of the blue. That might be because it's such a default response that we're used to hearing it and saying it. Yeah. So when you when you don't hear that and you hear actually like, you know what, like Sparks today, concern, today yeah. hasn't really been that great. You're like, oh, like concern, surprise, disarmed, yeah. as you said. Yeah. Um, but truly, no, nah, I mean, the, the last couple of days have been like, like quite busy, quite overwhelming, especially for start of term, a lot, a lot like happening, start uni term. Yeah, sure. Happening in my head. And for me, my job has just been trying to like, make sure I check in with myself to reframe and be like, okay, like, like maybe not a good day. Fine. How but... do you check in with yourself? So I've been trying to trying to do this a little bit better um, this year in 2023, but I I'm trying to basically just find time in the day where I don't have any like input stimulus. You time exactly, and some people may say that oh yeah that's like meditation that's journaling and I'm trying to journal at the end of every day every day every day, um, but. I think for me, it can be something even as simple as when I walk to campus, don't listen to any music, don't listen to any podcast, just sit and like, just walk and let your mind wander. But yeah, I'm trying to like get rid of the noise in my head so that, you know, it things are a bit more clear and I'm just like, okay. Like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll challenge that last one. So we live in central London very loud outside so often i kind of like putting on my noise cancelling headphones listening to a podcast or listening to listening to music that's not too loud more chill more peaceful as i find that's more quiet than the environment than the cars beeping and the everything else what do you think of that because i think the you know the environment's still an input of some sort but I I'm just asking really because no, no, no. that's my thought, yeah. I agree. Um, the way that I've been trying to frame it is that whether it's music with lyrics, and I make that distinction for a reason, whether it's podcasts, right? Your yeah. brain is always working. Right. Right. To do or understand something. Sure. And I want time for my brain to just stop doing that basically. 
right? And like, it's like my, my yeah. mind running, right? And I'm not saying that your mind stops running in like busy central London. So you're not processing information. Exactly. I want to yeah. have time where I'm not necessarily processing information. Okay. Yeah, um, I see that. Because That's things like argument. podcasts, like, you know, they, they are like... You're still learning. You're still listening. You're still interpreting. There's there's a mental um, there's a mental process there um, alongside listening to music. Yeah. So listening to the lyrics, making you know making some sort of sense of what the lyrics mean and you know building yeah. the music and whatever yeah i i get you that's actually a good argument um, yeah just yeah. letting your mind wander um but you know when you when your mind wanders you like you think of like a lot of things and you yeah. know you come to the crux of like okay how are you actually doing you know yeah um and yeah i've been trying to do that a little bit more this year and i've been doing that a lot this week where like you know I've come home. It's a long day. Don't don't really want to do anything. I just I just sit. I'm like, okay, like you know, yeah. just reframe, reset, and then go to bed without, like, without having that time to process. Basically, now now that you've said this, a lot of people, including myself, sometimes feel a bit afraid to face their own feelings. So if you're not actually doing that well or as well as you think you are, that's not a nice reality to face. What would you tell someone like me or someone like someone else? Because I, to be honest, a lot of the time, and this is not something I would advise, I sometimes put my feelings to the side because often it is more convenient for me to not acknowledge the fact that I'm not doing the best right now just so I can handle what I'm doing. Of course, over time, that becomes quite unhealthy and it does accumulate. And sometimes third parties get the repercussions of that. But what would you tell someone like that? Because I really like what you're doing, you know, like going about your day and really just being mindful, like thinking, okay, how do I really feel? How, what am I actually thinking? Mm. <clears throat> I think it's very easy to do. I think you know, there is so much going on in anyone's like given day that, you know, if they're feeling a certain way, it's very easy for their mind just to get busy with something else and for them to orchestrate that. Yeah. Um, Whether they're doing it accidentally or purposely. Yeah. Purposefully, whatever. Um, I mean, it's easy to do it, but I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to say like, still feels a bit difficult. Sometimes I'm a bit, I know it sounds weird, worried to sit there and just think i think so dig. so many people feel that way yeah, myself for included sure. right for sure yeah you know like i sometimes i'll be like you know what? i feel uncomfortable and i just don't want to sit here with my own thoughts yeah right because you know that that can sometimes be tough because you can make you may un- uncover something that you you know you're scared to uncover or you may have to face something that you don't really want to face because of like the fear of what that entails yeah um and i think for me i think it's important to like check in with myself and see like really observe my own feelings and the reason that the reason i say that is kind of something that you alluded to earlier which is if i don't do that sometimes that builds up and for me a lot of the time that affects my interactions with people I care about, whether that be friends, whether that be fam- family, whatever. 
when you don't acknowledge your feelings. Yeah, especially if they're negative. Um, and I think it's important to acknowledge them because if you acknowledge them on like and try your best to unpick them, I'm not saying you'll do a perfect job at it. I certainly wouldn't say that. But at least acknowledging them means that that's the start for you to know, like know that something needs to potentially change in that moment, right? Because if you don't and you push it away, it can build up in the most unexpected ways until it gets like too late, whatever that means in the particular context. Yeah. And for me, what too late means is that I'm not really the person that I'd like to be, right? So I mentioned before that I'm trying to catch myself a bit more often, trying to just be mindful. And I think the reason, sort of like the higher power reason that I want to do that is because at the end of the day, I want to be someone who is doing right by myself, but is, is also, you know, a good person to be around, a good person to interact with. Yeah. Um, not for myself, but for other people as well. And I feel like if I don't check up with my, like check in with myself, I, you know, I don't have the ability to do that, basically. Right. I totally agree with you. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think it's, it's impossible to be completely stoic, even though you do have some sort of built up, built up feeling that you've been neglecting, for example. It's impossible to be. You could try, it just doesn't sustain. And as you said, it could turn, don't want to say ugly, that might be a little bit extreme. Mm. Of course, for maybe if it goes on for too long, maybe in the magnitude of years, it could, it could have some more negative detriments. But at least in the short term, you probably wouldn't want to be the person that other people are surrounded by, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Now, my question is, I don't know, man, after you saying all this, I feel like what, what have you been feeling lately? I think so on your ref you said the past few days have been a little bit more, a little bit more intense than usual or a little bit, a little bit more difficult than usual, perhaps what and you've been doing a little bit of digging what when you dug what was a feeling or feelings perhaps that you found um i think yeah one thing i've mentioned before in previous episode is just like the fear of being lonely the fear of being lonely yeah i, I choose... the fear of being alone no or the lonely. fear of feeling lonely feeling lonely right uh because i think there is a difference yeah agreed um I, one of the things I realized a lot is that, and I mentioned this when I reflect on 2022, is my biggest fear is the fear of being lonely, right? You never want to feel lonely. Yeah. Um, that's not, like, you can, you can be alone by yourself and not lonely. And I, and I mentioned this before, uh, off mic, but I, I heard this beautiful um, definition of loneliness, which I think really stuck with me. Um, it's a, a guy, the guy who said it's called Humble the Poet. Humble the Poet. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, loneliness, and I, I might be butchering the exact words, but he says, loneliness isn't necessarily when you don't have people around you. 
Loneliness is when you don't have people around you that you don't feel like you have a connection with. Um, and I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I've been feeling that recently, right? Like, like these last couple, these last, I think, yeah, let, let me frame it this way. I've been feeling like kind of overwhelmed by what this next term has to entail, right? In terms of workload. But I think the reason why it's really got to me is because I'll be like attending a lecture, a sort of packed lecture hall. I'll look around, everyone's like chatting with their friends. And I think when it comes to like academics and my cohort on my course, I feel kind of isolated at times. So I'll look around and I don't really have anyone to talk to. I'm just kind of like sitting by myself. Do you feel that way because you you briefly described it while it's kind of what humble the poet said, you don't feel connected to the people around you? Or do you feel like because of the environment you're in, everyone's kind of out for themselves? So everyone, not that they don't look out for the people around them, but everyone's just so self-interested that it makes it more difficult to, well. No, I think it's more the former. Um, yeah. It's more the former of like- That's more from a personality sense, would you say? Or? Personality, just, just the connections I've built over yeah. the years and the person I am and the friends I've made because of that. Um, is so yeah it's something i've been trying to like navigate over the last couple of months which is just you know at imperial the people like there's not many people i feel like i have a connection with which i think some people can translate into just not just yeah what does it mean to be friendly with someone versus being their friend yeah right being an actual friend yeah and um i think about that a lot i get i give that a lot of thought um of like you know because quite a few of my very close friends like aren't at imperial anymore and i'm in this environment where like i have to navigate all these stresses of life whether it be academics whether it be like you know something as important like not getting much sleep whether it's like you know last minute like uni emergency whatever it may be i'm using uni as a context here and um yeah feeling like you don't have a connection with the people around you um i think is a uh, it's just been on my mind a lot. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Now, I'm going to say that that sometimes isn't the worst thing. Because, for example, I think you don't, you may, you may have been in that lecture hall and looked around and you're like, these people just aren't a bit of me. Or like, I just don't really know who, who like, maybe, I mean, go to the exam, like, who cares about me? Or who, um, who do I like properly connect with? Who's actually out for me? Who am I actually out for, for example? But you said your friends outside your university. You do have that with them, for instance. So why would that make you feel lonely if you know that, you know that there are people? Because sometimes emotion supersedes all logic in moments. Oh, agreed, yeah, sure. Right? Like objectively i know that i have you know people around me who care about me and i care about them but in that moment where you're feeling crap for whatever reason yeah you know you're alone in your bed and your brain is telling you that you can't talk to someone about just a rant or like talk about your day totally agree yeah right yeah You'll have those moments. I have those moments. Yeah. 
and then like that's when when i say the emotion supersedes all logic right yeah because logically yes i could pick up the phone and call you know best friend one best ten best friend two whatever friend. and for example you're telling me this now and my first response would be hey man if you feel that way just call me mm. you probably know that yeah or my friends would probably know that your friends would probably know that but then in that moment with zero offense to them and how much they value us of course you think oh no they, they don't care or like oh no like you know it's just that it's like oh they're they're, they're probably busy they will they're, they're no, got, they're, like i'm not a priority right now like that i'm not a priority fine. to them like it's fine like yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. i get you I'm not, yeah, I think the fear of being lonely and like, you know, feeling lonely. I think when it comes to emotions in general, right, it it should never be something that should be weighed up with logic, right? It's usually something a bit more deeper than that, right? True. There's a reason why the emotion is superseding the logic at that moment, right? And for me, a big part of what I'm trying to do now is unpack this feeling of being lonely. Why? Why is that? And I mean that, and I mean really deeply. Sure. And seeing it, seeing if I can work on that by basically figuring out the root. Um, sure. And I think, honestly, I think it's important to mention this, right? Like maybe you can tell from the tone of my voice. Like this is something I re I find quite difficult to talk about. And yeah. I, like I said before, I'm quite an open person. I don't mind talking about difficult things and being vulnerable. But no, but when it comes to how, when it comes to fears and emotions, these yeah. two things put together, it's the most difficult thing to talk about. It is, it's so difficult. But yeah. the reason I think it's important to mention is because I don't think I'm alone in that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of it's a, it's a interesting choice of words, but <laughs> yeah. like I don't think I'm alone in feeling yeah. lonely. Yeah. I think. I I think I, I I like go around campus or like look at like look at a crowd or like in a tube or whatever and I like I do this thing where like I just make up stories of people I see like in my head right of what, what passerbys yeah okay sure and make up a story give me an example of this it's like it's like say say if I'm having lunch right I like see someone who like is I don't know they're, they're looking at they're like shouting at the um the canteen lady sure for example sure right i'm thinking i i just create this whole story of like what's going on in their lives right i just, I just create this whole persona in my head which is probably completely completely false um but i think that's just an example to extend to the fact that yeah i think what goes on in your own head is something that like a lot of people don't know like no one really knows what goes on in your own head that is more, true and it usually I, I like that example because it's usually not the true definition of it yeah yeah it's not yeah. um yeah I, I i don't really like particularly know where to go with this conversation of you know like loneliness what that means because it's still a process i'm like actively trying to work on and figure out um but yeah i don't know i'm gonna circle back to something you said which which rung out to me a lot you said you shouldn't use you shouldn't use logic to precede your emotions right so if you feel a certain way 
Don't be like, oh, well, because of this, I shouldn't feel this way. Why is that? I mean, do you know what? I liked a, what you said there a lot because my entire life is what you just described. The worst things could be happening. And I'll just be like, hey, man, just yeah, get it together, bro. Like, you know, you're, you're good. You got food to eat. You got a roof over your head. People around you are healthy. Great. Of course, these are blessings. Don't get me wrong. And these are things I'm grateful for every day. But sometimes when things happen to you or when you're feeling certain things, you don't invalidate them by what's around you. Sometimes you sit there and you actually sit with that feeling. Okay, why? Well, you know, I, I feel this way. I will acknowledge it, you know, instead. So why would you say that's a good piece of advice? Because I think by invalidating the emotion, you're going to, I think in the long run, you're probably going to feel even worse. Not because not only are you feeling this negative way, but you told yourself that you shouldn't be feeling this way and you're yeah. basically like, you know, yeah. yeah, you shouldn't be feeling this way, right? And you basically you, told yourself you validated. off. You told yourself off for feeling a particularly right. a particular way. Right. Um, yeah. And like I it's it's just the implicit message that you're telling yourself by pushing it aside. Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily necessarily the fact that you are pushing it aside. Yeah. And you know, there is obviously the argument of the fact that it could build up as well and yeah. become something worse. Yeah. But like Again, Humble the Poet was talking about the idea of goal setting, where it's like, you know, say if, say if you tell yourself, I want to lose 10 kg this year. Yeah. Sometimes for some people, what that does is that the setting of that goal implicitly gives them the message that you are not good enough as you are. Yeah. And suddenly you will feel good enough when you lose that 10 kg. Right? Right. And... I, I've been in situations where like, you know, me or someone else is feeling a certain way emotionally and the advice that they're given is very logical. It's like, you know, like you do have these, so for example, I have no one to talk to. You do have these people. There's like, I can list them out. But I think, and this comes back to like, I think psychology, if I had to give it like a field of like an area. Uh, to think about there is a reason why you're feeling that way and I think in the long run part of unpacking that emotion is not only just sitting and accepting that the emotion's there for the reasons I've already discussed but you're also feeling that way for a particular reason absolutely and getting to the root of that I think could be so powerful because that once you get to the root of that you can transform so much 100% because it just comes back to that self-awareness that understanding of like you know I'm feeling this way and I know why I'm feeling this way I know where it comes from right um it's like going back to the, the whole loneliness idea right I was talking to I was talking to someone who and we're like we're having a conversation about this and you know I was talking about um why i feel like i need to work hard like overly hard at uni right yeah digging deeper part of that was 
if I don't work hard, I'll get left behind and I'll feel alone. Yeah. Right. I feel like that everyone's just moved past me and yeah. I won't like, I'll be left alone. Yeah. And just understanding that like one feeling is because of a certain other deeper feeling or yeah. like a deeper sort of train of thought. Um, I think it's very valuable because once you understand that route, you know, there's a lot you can do with it basically. Yeah, man. Now this is, this is a bit more digging, but why do you, so that, that, that feeling of that fear of loneliness, let's say, why do you fear it? That's another question to ask, right? Or maybe that might be the question. Why do I have a fear of being like, yeah. I think. You think it's like a human nature? We are social creatures. So are we going to. There is that argument of like, you know, you want to be surrounded by people because if you like, you know, we have the implicit wiring that if we're, if we are lonely, then like that can mean very detrimental things it can mean death in like hunter gallery times right? yeah um I'm, I'm trying my best to sort of get the idea between being alone and lonely right but i think a lot of people make that link um i think going back like why is being lonely something i worry about it's something i worry about because if i am lonely that means i don't i feel like i don't have connections with people I lose a lot of meaning to to a lot of things. I think it rather it it sends me a message of the kind of person I am in other people's lives. Yeah, right. It's like and I I feel this a lot. Sometimes I'm like you know this this person this this friend is like my best best friend. Like, you yeah, know, like they are like my best best friend. Whereas to them I might be like oh yeah just that friend that sure. guy yeah right um and i think if you feel lonely part of that comes from a place of you are not significant in other people's lives or at least that's the story i tell myself so you feel like on this earth you're less important if you're lonely in in the eyes of people i care about and why is that important so the reason I'm kind of digging here is I want I want to show that feelings like this or sometimes feelings that you have when you self-reflect, they're not so easy to just, mm. just come up with an answer. Yeah. So yeah, you can fear feel lonely, fear feeling lonely. Okay, why? Because you know, I want to matter to the people I care about. Okay, why? You know, why why is that so important to you? And then that becomes it kind of gets more difficult as you go through the layers of this onion i like to describe it which is that emotion that mm. you that you feel so strongly about i think for a lot of people to go back to your question <clears throat> i think the reason why how other people like other people how other people perceive you is really important because a lot of people attach that to their own self-worth right yeah a lot of people implicitly saying like oh <clears throat> i am um, the guy that people go to for advice, right? I've attached that to my self-worth. Now, if people aren't coming to me for advice, then, you know, 
the self-worth has decreased. Yeah. So I think like the how other people perceive you and how important you are to people, if that is less, or even more meta, if that if you think if you think you are less important to people, that affects how you see yourself. Hundred percent. Because how you view yourself is dependent on how other people see you. Hundred percent. Um, which I think is our, and it, and it all comes back to you, right? And the way that you view yourself, right? Yeah. But again, like digging deeper, you realize that it comes down to you know, self worth and how you how you quantify your self worth and how you yeah what is it made up of yeah. basically. Um, and then that comes back to, you know, okay, fine. So like, how do you improve that relationship with yourself? Basically. Most important relationship you can have. Everyone's fussed about, sometimes I find myself getting fussed about, oh yeah, like who's my life partner? Who are my friends? Then I'm like, okay, those are all relationships I have with people. And I'm like, okay, then, I mean, those things, I think those things um, definitely, what's the word, flourish a lot more when when you have a good relationship with yourself. Um, and I think that part of, you know, you were talking about this sort of self-reflection and all those maybe difficult to face emotions that you may have, which you, which you catch yourself maybe when you're, when you're alone about to go to bed or going on a walk by yourself, sitting in a lecture theater by yourself. I think those, um, yeah, although those are difficult, I think though like acknowledging those is very foundational to that relationship you have with yourself for sure. Mm. Yeah. Can you All very more? good thoughts, man. Um yeah, do you do you have a question you want to leave people with? Honestly, no. Just ponder. Just ponder. Just ponder, yeah. Not even a question. Just, just ponder. ponder. I know it's difficult, but sometimes that <laughs> that can do good. Yeah, man. Bro, thanks for sharing. Always, man. Always. Thank you.